Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Where are you delaying your purpose due to perfectionism paralysis? Where do we maybe get caught up in judging ourselves, our place in life, our bodies, our creative expression, and the work to the point where we are getting in the way of our own inherent greatness? Today, I have the perfect person to dive into this very real and very relatable truth with. So many of us face this. She is an incredible certified holistic health coach, hormone specialist, podcast host, of course, of inner growth, an amazing creative, and a true ball of sunshine, an Aries in my own heart. I love the (laughs) fire. I love the passion. I feel like we are just so deeply in alignment and meant to be creative friends in this way together. We've been internet friends for a while now, and I've been on her podcast, and I just went on her podcast again, and it was such a good episode, so you should definitely go listen to that on Inner Growth. I really feel pulled to her kindness. Like, I feel like she is so kind, so generous, so giving, and it's evident that the work that she does is because she genuinely loves it and loves to help other people, and it's coming from this place of, wow, like, I really just want to help others, like, especially other women embody their greatest self and their healthiest self, where they're just actually deeply in love with themselves i am just so grateful for you guys to meet her a lot of you might already know her though from her content from her podcast and i know we're gonna love this crossover this pod swap that we are doing so skinny dipping fam please welcome on the queen the new york city baddie the health goddess carolina salazar oh my god hey queen (laughs) oh that was so nice Words of affirmation are literally, like, my number one love language. Really? So that makes me that so happy. That warmed my heart so much. Yay, because I got lost in the sauce because I was like, I just want to say what I feel. I don't want to say what I wrote. But then I was like, wait, now I'm lost. But I genuinely just, that's fully from the heart. Like, I think me and you, I just, I just, you know, I see aspects, even though we are different, like, I see very much so, like, similar, similar aspects in our energy. And I just feel like I love seeing mirrors within people because I'm like, wow, you're such a beautiful ball of sunshine. And then I'm like, wait. So am I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're just two balls of sunshine. Yeah. We're just yeah. literally like the entire fucking solar system. So yeah. no, I just really am so excited to have you on, especially because, you know, 
we are going to be diving in today about body image and about your journey, perfectionism. So I just want to like give a little warning if that is like too intense for somebody right now. You can go to listen to our episode. It'll be linked below that we did on inner growth if you feel like that is too much. But I feel like so many people have been waiting for me to have this conversation around perfectionism and body image because so many people struggle with it. And there was nobody else that I wanted to come on to do this besides you because I feel like oh I just gosh. deeply trust your point of view on everything. And you've also experienced everything firsthand and come out on the other side of it and I wanted to have somebody on who's been through that experience and grown through it so yeah yeah. it's really hard and so it's like important to talk about it and I think like for some people yeah it's like trigger warning but at the same time it's like when I was going through it I didn't have anyone to look up to I didn't have Mm. anyone who was talking about it and so it's like what I desperately wanted or I wish I had which is kind of the fuel yes. of why I talk about it too. And it's also just like that inspiration to be like, oh my gosh, like you, and I'm so excited to dive into your story so everyone can further understand this and like about you and your story and, and how it was reflected in your life. But I think the inspiration and the hope, the it's always coming back to the hope to be like, okay, this person like learned so much and evolved so much and I can too. And yeah. I think that's the most inspiring thing and the way that you operate is just so inspiring and so beautiful and I would love to just kind of dive in to your story and like what has this path looked like for you in terms of perfectionism in terms of body image in terms of you know struggling with food and that relationship there and your relationship with yourself can you just give us like you know not even an overview but like a deep dive like we are here to hold space because I want people to truly understand like where you were and where you are now and like what 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 was needed so yeah yeah of course I'm like happy to talk about it and I feel like in my journey I've gone through like literally every side okay of a tough relationship with your body and with food and so I understand a lot of different perspectives and I can share a lot of different perspectives too Mm. so for me growing up I was the older sister so okay. I've always been like a perfectionist very reliant on like external validation and like mm-hmm. other people approving of me and feeling enough based on like receiving that validation mm. and so I think naturally that's kind of how I was growing up I've also had other you know parts of my personality to have blossomed and grown but that was always like a big root mm-hmm. there and so going into the middle end of high school mm-hmm. That's when, like, the body image stuff really started coming to the forefront. I moved to the U.S. went from Brazil when I was 13. Okay. So I, like, moved a year later, got my period for the first time, like, going into high school. Puberty moment. So it's like, imagine you, like, move countries, you move continents, you become a teenager. Like, you get your period, your body starts to change, your Your hormones hormones start to change. Like, everything was changing, and I was, like, in a space with a different culture where I felt really alone yeah uncomfortable I was really uncomfortable yeah and so that was really hard for me and I Mm. think that shift like that move for me really started to affect my feelings of like self-worth because Mm. I felt like no one understood me I felt really alone Mm. I felt just lonely and I think when you're a teenager too like just became a teenager like 13 14 People are really clicky and they're not so nice and like they also don't really know who they are and 
I think it's like it was a hard shift for me and so I started trying to control other things in my life to like make friends and I really wanted mm-hmm. people to like me and I really wanted people to accept me and I wanted boys to think I was pretty and whatever mm-hmm. so that was kind of underlying all of that and so two and a half to three years after my move okay. that was like towards the end of high school I remember I had gained a little bit of weight while I was like applying for colleges and like just off of like I didn't I was never someone who was athletic I was never someone who cared like about food about eating less or dieting it wasn't even on your mind it wasn't even on my mind and I was also always the petite girl like I was always very petite compared to other people so I was a late bloomer and then as my body started to change and I became more womanly and my boobs grew and I gained Mm -hmm. some curves I think I didn't know how to adapt to like that perception of myself Mm, also the identity with him being like I'm petite I'm the small one and I'm so short so I technically still am petite because technically you're petite if you're under five three and that's the definition but like Mm. what I mean is more like I was always like really like the smallest like tiniest person people always thought it was like five years younger than I was oh okay like I'd be like 15 people would think I was like 12 okay type of thing so like late bloomer in that sense and so in Brazil it's very common for when you're like smaller for people to call you by like little carolina so like they would say carolzinha like if you say like they use like the diminutives a lot in portuguese so Mm. i was always the carolzinha like i was always the small one so as i started to gain weight in this moment in my life i don't think i knew how to deal with that and with social media at the time like everyone was like posting like their facetune like edited pictures and looking tumblr tumblr era tumblr was so toxic it was just not like what I was seeing online was promoting a certain body type. And mm-hmm. so I started really just struggling at that time. And I remember I had never had a boyfriend. I, like, mm-hmm. had never really received a lot of male attention that mm-hmm. much. And was starting to get that attention, whatever. So there's these boys that I liked. And there was this pattern that was going on where when a boy liked me, like, immediately off, I would like them. We would kiss. I wanted them to date me. And then they said they didn't want a relationship. And then mm-hmm. they would date the next person after me. So I was like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, I, and then all these girls were, like, really skinny. So I was like, oh, maybe I need to, like, get really small mm-hmm. for them to like me. da 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 la la Damn. Okay. I remember this was at the end of 2016. Okay, so, so high school. So still high school. Yeah, still like high school. Senior year, Going into the year. second half of uh, senior year. Okay. Like at the very end of high school. I go to Brazil. I remember I had gained this little bit of weight, and I asked some family members, like, did I gain weight? And then they were like, oh, you're a little, like, I don't know if they said, like, chubbier, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I basically got confirmation that, like, I had gained weight. Okay. So coming back... I fell into diet culture. I was like, I need mm. to cut out carbs. I need to go to the gym and like sweat so much and like go on the elliptical for an hour. And I was eating very little and over exercising. And I was mm. like, no carbs, no bread, no dessert, nothing. Yeah. A like, lot of restrictions. A lot of restrictions. So I was very, very restrictive. And I, lo- I started losing weight. And I remember that that's where the problem started to happen because I started getting the validation. So people were like, oh my God, you look so good. Oh my God, you're so pretty. Oh, like what are mainly you doing? from guys or even from your friends, your family, everyone. Women, like girls, like other like friends. Mm. Um, not even my family, really. It was more like friends and people at school and like mm. people commenting on my pictures on Instagram, skinny mini, hot mama, whatever. Okay. So I started really oh getting my gosh, into my this head. This is giving me flashbacks of like those. Okay, yes. So I started really getting in my head of like, oh, I'm, 
I'm pretty because I'm smaller. Mm. What if, if I stop this, if I stop controlling this part of my life, what's going to happen? I'm going to lose love. I'm going to lose validation. I'm mm. going to lose guys wanting to be with me, whatever. Connection, and so, connection and belonging, belonging, but yeah. also like self-worth. Yeah. Like feeling pretty. Mm-hmm. And so, and I want it to be perceived that way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was really hard because I remember being in this restriction and being like, I don't know how to get out of this and I'm unhappy. And so I remember I had lost all this weight and I would like miss on family dinners to go to the gym. And like, I was just like really intense. The values were just not aligned. They were not there. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was about to go to college. I remember I saw a nutritionist, actually it was like a fitness instructor, like a personal trainer through mm-hmm. my parents. And they were like, oh, you're doing good. And then they mm-hmm. took my body fat percentage. They were like, this is like lower than like a bodybuilder. Like something's wrong. Mm. I had lost my period. I remember I like okay. went on birth control because I was like, I need to get my period back. But like I wasn't looking at the root cause, which yeah. was clearly that I was underweight. I get to college. It gets worse because I was like under no supervision. Like my parents, they like were worried, but they couldn't really control me. Mm-hmm. So I was like doing the same things, lost more weight. My hair started to fall out like mm-hmm. in chunks. Like so much of my hair fell. Just like really not eating enough. Was that Not like, eating enough. Yeah. yeah. Not eating enough and just not doing any self-care. Like mm-hmm. I would work out and I would eat quote unquote healthy, but like I wasn't healthy. My mm-hmm. hormones weren't healthy. My hair was falling. My stress was really high. Like... I was also in, like, that college mindset of, like, partying more. And, like, yeah. if I would, like, bang my arm against something, like, I would have a bruise for so long because I didn't have enough, like, nutrients to, like, heal my, Damn. like, Your body's like, my help. Body. My body was, like, like, really help. struggling. Does it, like, still bring up, like, a lot of emotion in you or do you feel like just you really, like, healed it? So No, I feel like talking about this, like, doesn't bring yeah. any emotion up. Yeah, okay. Really. That I, That's, like, a really good tell-all sign, though, that you've really healed this part of yourself, though, mm-hmm. and, like, you should be so Especially proud of yourself. The restric- yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. I feel very proud of myself in that sense, for sure. I'm so excited to finally update you guys about what's been going on on my hormone journey. And the reason why this is so important is because I finally got my comprehensive labs done and I had my first meeting with Joy last week and it went incredible. I can't wait to update you guys. So if you don't know, Joy is a place where women can come to find answers and own their health journey and truly start to feel like themselves again. They are all about the root cause. They do this by having you do comprehensive labs and then they pair you with functional medicine clinicians to find out what's really going on. And through peptide and hormone balancing therapies, they really help you with whatever you need. For me, my main thing was hormone imbalances and mainly low libido. And I had my meeting. It was incredible. It was so accurate that my sex hormones were just not where they needed to be. But it was also great to find out that some of the things in my chart were just like excellent and amazing. It was great to know that I was also healthy in other areas, but definitely it made sense my low libido. So they're going to be helping me with that moving forward. They were so incredibly knowledgeable and I felt so safe and heard and understood. And I just cannot wait to dive deeper in and really see the changes with joy because these one-on-one consults with board certified clinicians paired with the labs paired with whatever they're going to have me take the peptide and hormone balancing therapies 
I really think it's going to work. I really think, I really think so. I'm so excited because it's safe, effective, and scientifically backed. So I want you guys to join me on this journey because I don't want to do this alone. So it would be so fun if you also wanted to do the labs and I'm going to give you 20% off of any labs. This is going to be so amazing because you can actually figure out what's going on. These labs are so comprehensive. You're going to go to choosejoy.co slash skinny dipping. The link is going to be below and the code is skinny dipping. Choose joy.co slash skinny dipping to get 20% off of any labs today. Go check it out and message me and let's do this journey together. Yay. I'll update you guys. I love that. So I remember Thanksgiving 2017, Scorpio season. Like I go home, mm. my parents like, I was with them in this moment. I don't remember why, but I was like in my parents' bathroom, like talking to my mom or something. And I was like, I don't recognize myself. Damn. I need help. Like, like a deep, I, honest hour. And like, in, yeah. I was like, I truth. was crying. I was like, I I just don't like how I feel. I need to do something to change about this. Like, this mm. is not good. It's not working anymore. And then. But what was that tells, like, what was that tell I think, sign? honestly, it was like my hair. Like, yeah. it was like I, was, okay. I looked in the mirror. Like, my face was hollow. Like, I was like pale. And like, my hair was dull. And like, really not healthy. And like, I just didn't look beautiful like I didn't look vibrant I didn't look like myself I looked really small like bony like it just wasn't I didn't feel confident in myself Mm. I just didn't feel good at all like my mental health was bad so I was like I just need help like I need to do something about this so Mm. my parents called a nutritionist to like help me gain weight and give me like an eating plan and whatever I in retrospect wish I had also worked with a therapist at the time and started Mm working on my mental health like then but I didn't so I just went to like let's gain weight back yeah do you feel like you say that now because you think that that is directly correlated or even like a root cause I think because yes like I think as I said my eating disorder didn't have anything to do that much with food it was Mm. more me trying to control how people saw me being liked being loved being pretty being validated etc and so my like lovability and it impacted my relationships and my sense of self and so and the self that's why I think working with a therapist is really important. Later down the line, I did so I'll get mm. to that in a sec. But okay. basically, yes, give I, us a full in perfect story, the Aries full fashion, I was like, also like I'm an Aries, triple Aries of Aries rising, but I'm actually a Taurus. Okay, um, but like first day of Taurus, so I'm almost, You're an Aries. I'm almost an Aries. You're like I'm, an I'm like Aries. zero degrees Taurus. <laughs> um, anyway, so. In perfect Aries fashion, I was like, I'm, I'm committed. Like, I need to get better. I'm going to mm-hmm. do everything I can. So I really didn't face many blocks with, like, gaining weight back. I was like, okay. at this point, like, I am determined to get better. So I started, I followed the eating plan. I started eating more. Like, I was doing what I needed to do. And then what ended up happening, though, was because I didn't work on the mental health side of things and the root cause side of things, I still didn't have, like, my relationship with food and with exercise still wasn't optimal like the way I thought about it wasn't optimal yeah and what was that mindset after I got to like a more recovered weight and I like what so on the outside it was looking like you were recovering but the mindset behind it was still the same and what was the mindset though that kind of stayed the same so the mindset I think was like food is something to be controlled almost Mm. or to be judged as good or bad Mm. so like if I eat a bad food I'm a bad person type Mm. of thing and then also like exercising I didn't see it as like something for my health for my mental health for my endorphins for 
sweating and feeling good and mm-hmm. any of that. I just saw exercises like to compensate for how much I ate type of thing. Mm, okay. So it didn't heal that in, for a while. Very so, like controlling perfectionism, I feel. Exactly. Okay, okay. Zero or 100. There. Like okay. that was the problem. So what mm. happened was I was on the zero element of like deep restriction. The next phase was like the 100. It was like, oh, I don't care. Like I'm going to eat whatever. But then I ended up smoking a lot of weed mm. in the, my second year of college. And I would overeat when I would... Mm get high and then I would feel really guilty the next day mm. and really shameful of how much I ate and how much I was out of control and then I would work mm. out and exercise for the wrong reasons it was out of mm. guilt okay. it wasn't like oh I love going to the gym it was yeah. like I ate so much last night to. like I have to yeah but then I also wasn't contributing really to like being at a healthy baseline because I was just count I was just always in this vicious cycle of like guilt mm. okay so that happened for like a little bit and then in my junior year was really when things shifted because things were escalating like I was not taking good care of myself outside of like food and whatever being at a recovered weight like I just didn't have the best relationship with myself like mm-hmm. how I thought of myself how I thought of my health like I didn't know what holistic health was I mm-hmm. didn't like make the choice to eat a salad because I wanted the salad so bad it was just because it was what was ingrained in my mind that like oh, I can't go have a burger if I, if I want the burger. Or I can't go work out mm. because I love this exercise. And mm. I, it was, like, just not coming from that place. And I yeah. also it was like, didn't have the coping mechanisms to deal with my mm. perfectionism, to deal with my demands on myself and my self-judgment and yeah. my fear of judgment and you just my didn't sensitivity. Have the tools yet. I just didn't have any of those tools. So then COVID hit, and I went back home. And at that time, just, like, really was in a deep hole I was like mm. what am I doing I'm clearly not well Being and really hard I needed that pause in my life because mm. that's when I a lot of shifts started to happen so I basically like learned how to meditate like did the 21 days of abundance challenge from Deepak Chopra mm. started meditating read the power of now started just yes. like my spiritual journey mm. and started realizing so like I don't know why I'm just like sorry I don't know why that was just like I don't know I don't even know. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Ooh. I don't know. That was crazy. I just like felt like how powerful of a shift that was for you right now. No, then. it was like big. It like I feel lot. so many crazy chills right now. Ooh. That My eyes always water when I'm like feel super connected to like the divine. If you guys, I, you're, I just randomly started crying out of nowhere. <laughs> no, randomly. Like I, it just hit me. Yeah. No, yeah. Was, that was a was big dark. shift for you. It was like a really dark moment and then like. I found the my dark life. of the soul, yeah. Yeah, I, like, started really diving into, like, all these additional things, like, reading <sighs> spiritual books, meditating, being in nature, like, cultivating a routine. And it was really beautiful. Mm. Like, it was really needed. And I, I also did a course at the time called Becoming the One mm-hmm. by this woman on Instagram called Rising Woman. She's amazing. Yes. So, essentially, like, had this spiritual awakening. Yes, and in that moment, up. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm more than my body. Mm. I am more, like, Carolina isn't her body. Like, Carolina is way bigger than her body. She's, like, she's so much. And I think in learning about, like, my birth chart and learning about these books and the ego and, like, souls and all these additional things, Mm. I was like, wow, now I feel good. Like, this is health. Like, this is feeling really good. So at the time... I decided to enroll in IIN, became a health coach. Mm. But even in that, that's like another extreme. It was like, boom, like overeating, feeling guilty. Then I was like, 
too extreme in the health side where I was like, mm. cut gluten, cut dairy, cut all these things. Like the pendulum swings. Yeah. And then it was. And that's so part of much. it too. Like that's so part of like a journey, you know, mm-hmm. your experience and your journey. The pendulum's going to swing back yeah. and forth. Especially when you struggle with perfectionism mm. and zero to 100 tendencies, which is like a signpost of perfectionism. It's like I became orthorexic and this orthorexia is this extreme mm. pursuit of health. So it's like. I was cutting things out like I'm not gluten intolerant. I'm not dairy intolerant. I just cut it out because one person told me it was inflammatory. But like, like once I freaking yeah. lo- I also cut out like all animal meat, all like animal products. I like went vegan for a mm. bit, then reintroduced animal products in also went off of my IUD. Like a lot of things were going on in like changing my health approach. Mm. But I did go through that period of like restricting a lot of things out of my life. It seems like the common theme is this, like, extreme energy that comes through. Yeah, exactly. Like, being very black and white with Mm. my thinking. And so then in, like, last year, the entire year for me was really about, like, how I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, I'm Mm. not going to cut anything out completely. Like, I can add everything back in. So I Mm. added in gluten, I added in dairy, I added in everything, like, all animal products. Mm. And I was just like, what works for my body? and what is balance and how can I like allow myself to have a wide range of things like literally anything because then when I do have it I'm not like I don't know the next time I'm gonna be able to eat this I need to go overboard now because I don't know the next time I can have it and I was able to cultivate that in between and like Mm. learn to find that balance point with everything with exercise with food with my approach to life Mm. and I think also at the same time like I forgot to mention this, but when I had my spiritual awakening, I also started therapy. And so that's when I started really working on like, why am I even having these struggles? Why do I care about what people think about me? And realizing that I just judge myself a lot. Mm. And the self-judgment is like, oh, I think everyone's judging me. I'm just projecting. So realizing that I judge myself and I judge things and I judge foods and being like, that's a bad food. That's a good food. And then the black and white thinking persists. And so... It's also been about peeling back those layers and realizing that about myself so that I could shift out of that perfectionism and like find the right in between for me. Mm. And there's a lot of talk about balance Mm. online and I think everyone has a different approach to it. But for me, it's been a lot about not cutting anything out completely. And I had to have these very zero or 100 moments where even like in the beginning of when I had that phase of no restrictions, no labels anymore, I'm adding everything back in, I got really off of routine. Like I was traveling a lot, like I didn't Mm -hmm. have much self-care. And then from like September of last year to now, so the last 13 months more or less, I really created this balanced routine that's rooted in like commitment and stability Mm -hmm. and consistency and being like, I want to move my body. And so I'm going to commit to moving it five times a week in whatever way feels good. Mm -hmm. I don't have like a specific way I need to do it, but I'm just going to show up because I know it feels good afterwards. And Mm -hmm. I know it's good for my mental health and I know it gives me endorphins and I'm challenging myself in new ways. And the intention behind it changed. Same thing with food being like, I love to eat healthy like I genuinely mm. like healthy food you're doing because it you feels love yourself really, really good yeah. and I know it's nourishing for my body my hormones all the things but I love restaurants and I love trying food mm-hmm. and I love a margarita and I love a taco that's on and balance I love a baby like, exactly so mm. I'm not gonna say no to those things and so I'm not someone who ever is gonna advocate like you have to cut everything out and like 
I really never advocate for cutting anything out at all because mm-hmm. that's what creates a lack mindset. And when you, mm-hmm. unless you have like an actual allergy or like a real need yeah. to cut it out, if you think of things as bad and unhealthy and you use a lot of labels around it like that, it's really hard to find balance. Mm. So, so in this judging yourself, like the judging yourself, the controlling, needing to control things, the perfectionism, where in your mental health journey and your spiritual journey did it did it shift? Like what what was the inner worth, the inner growth into the podcast <laughs> that you actually and actionably went through to begin? Like if someone was beginning to heal this part of themselves and they're like, I really want to find balance with my body and with my mind and with my soul, I want to balance these things and to genuinely feel good in my, in my body. Like what would be the thing that you would say people can start with? Of course, therapy is so important and working with a professional is so important, but you don't need to do that. To but achieve this. yeah, where is like the, where does the mindset shift like start? I think the first thing is asking yourself, like, do I expect myself to be perfect? Do I think other people expect me to be perfect? Wait, what if the answer is yes? If the answer is yes, then it's like, okay, what is perfectionism? Mm. And there's many different ways perfectionism comes up for people, but some examples are black and white thinking. Mm. Either I'm perfect and I do this perfect diet and I eat this way every day, and if I miss a day, what's the point? Then I give up. I give up. Yeah. So it's like, like the moment that you do something that you don't consider perfect Mm -hmm. you drop it yeah that's a big sign that you're deep in perfectionism perfectionism. okay yeah also being really afraid of judgment or like Mm -hmm. wanting to seem like you're perfect because you don't want people to judge you Mm -hmm. so worrying a lot like what do people think about me are people judging me? Are people talking about me? No, 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 no. Yes. Okay, can I ask you something? So something that I've realized, a big, like, aha moment that I had a couple weeks ago is I kept hearing, like, a voice of somebody that used to be in my life every time that I had a judgment. Like, I would just be like, oh, my God, this person probably, like, thinking this of me right now. Like, that person does not even think of me. I'm sorry. But I had this realization. First of all, I was like not gonna lie I was like very like high in my backyard just like thinking about this being like why am I getting so caught up and I started with like why would I even care what this person thought and I kind of went down this rabbit hole and then I realized they're just this archetype that I've created to be my critic but it's like your inner critic yes. my inner critic I didn't even think about my inner critic as me or even my or mom a girl, a girl. Yeah. It's interesting because like – And I literally people, heard like their voice. voice. also. Like yeah. I always ask my clients to think of like a word or like a name for their inner critic. Mm. And for some people, it's like a man's name. Mm. Like it could be like Brad or whatever. <laughs> like No, mine know? was literally the person and I noticed myself doing it with another person recently. Like a couple nights ago, I was like, damn, this person's probably thinking this and this and me. And I was like – no, Kayla, they're not thinking about you at all. That's what you think of yourself. Like, that's literally me judging me, but I'm, like, personifying it as this other person. Definitely is, like, a coping mechanism mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, actually deal with it and I can just be, and like... like, wait, no, I'm judging myself, so, like, what am I going to do about this self-judgment? Exactly, and that's I what realized. you actually can control. So exactly. it's almost like you think it's someone else because you can't control that person or that because we think we thoughts, can't control but yeah, then, the narrative. But the thing you can actually control, you avoid. Mm. Which is like how you think of yourself. Totally. And when I began to like take 
the power back and being like and claiming it and being like nope this is actually me and I would literally say it out loud like me thinking to myself that this person's whatever I'm like nope they're not even thinking about you this is actually just me and what you think about you Kayla and then Mm -hmm. I was able to be like okay now that I'm being honest and being vulnerable with myself not anybody else I'm looking myself in the face and being like no this is actually and I don't like to think about it as like this is the entire way that I perceive myself in this whole narrative. I like to think about it. Oh, there's still, especially when you're on your healing journey for a long time, because that can be really deterring. Like, why am I coming back to these thoughts and patterns and judgments? I'm just like, oh no, there's actually just a little string, a little string that still thinks this. Yeah. Just a little string. It doesn't have to be how, I know I, it's not how I see my entire being. Maybe it's how I did five years ago, but after healing and being on my spiritual mental health journey, I know like, and again, yeah. you're not supposed to get to a finish line. Like, yeah. that's, again, the perfectionism. It's like, I need to be healed. I need to finish this. And then, and then. it's like, no. Like, you're <laughs> actually supposed to see yourself as imperfect and, like, mm. realize that you have a shadow and you have flaws and you have failures and you have things that you consider that aren't considered within yourself not to be so good. Mm. But doesn't mean that you're not enough. Doesn't mean that you're, mm. like, that you're just not good enough because you're not perfect. Yeah, like perfection doesn't equal worth. Perfection doesn't equal like good enoughness. Like, fuck nicotine. Fuck nicotine and join the fuck nicotine movement now because small ripples make big waves. I am absolutely obsessed with my Ripple. Ripple is a British startup owned and operated by a brother and sister duo, which we love with the mission to get the world off nicotine one plant powered puff at a time. And basically Ripple, it's this really cute device and it's a 0% nicotine aromatic diffuser that you can puff on with plant-based ingredients, an organic base, natural aromas, and a non-addictive formula. My favorite one that I have that I have right now with me in Argentina is the Boost. That's pomegranate maca green tea. And this is for immunity and strength boosting and I'm absolutely obsessed. I love this brand. I've had some of you try it and you guys also love it too. So you can get 15% off your first order or actually any order. 15% off any order with the code skinny dipping. Yes, that is the code skinny dipping. It's going to be linked below what the website is to check out Ripple and check it out because they're actually just such a cool brand and I'm obsessed. But yeah. a lot of people think that it does, well, which I, comes out of the extremes of like, I yeah. need to be in this perfect place, in this healed place, yeah. like whatever. Yeah, and I also think it comes from a lot of like societal pressures to produce, like knowing like, oh, if I'm really good at something, if I'm really perfect, then I'll produce really good results. And then if I produce, then I'm worthy. And it's just like, do you, do you want to be just I, – I, I ask myself this question, like, and you can ask yourself this question too, but this might seem a little harsh, but do you just want to be like – this being that just like produces for capitalism and society or do you want to like be you and like and and love yourself and like be happy with whatever you create and whatever you are and I think for me that was like a big theme in my perfectionism was knowing oh if I'm like really like really great at something Mm -hmm. then what I make out of it is going to be really great and then people are going to like me and then they'll affirm me and call me smart or talented or whatever and now it's like okay no it's actually about like the process like yeah no I'm never gonna be perfect and I'm never gonna be fully healed and that is like not a bad that thing is, like, a part of it like yeah. that's your inner growth too it's like accepting the not so beautiful parts of you and like that they're sometimes gonna get triggered by like mm. random things and you just have to notice the triggers and instead of going down this rabbit hole of like I'm not healed oh my god why am I so triggered by this and this yeah it's like 
no, it's just a trigger. Like, that still exists inside of me in some small way, mm-hmm. and it's fine. So what is, like, the conversation or the dialogue that you have with yourself when these triggers or gu- or judgments still come up? Because, like, obviously, like we're saying, like, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a journey. Yeah, I feel like it depends so much because it can come up in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I don't know, two examples I can think about is if I have a day that I considered not so productive or mm-hmm. not so good or, like, I maybe achieved some things but not like cross everything off my to-do list type of thing like mm. I just look through my day and I'm like I did this I did this and I did this I did enough like and I just tell myself mm. I did enough today mm. and I love that catching yourself in those moments mm-hmm. where you're like oh my gosh I was so unproductive today mm-hmm. nah, 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 and just being like no I achieved this and this Mm, yeah that was enough for today that's that I saw this quote the other day where it's like if there's one day when you can only give 30% and you give 30% you actually gave 100% yes that is your 100% for what you can give and like you know there's a lot going on there's a lot of overstimulation there's a lot of burnout and like the more grace that we can give like I think that was a big word like in a big mantra and affirmation that really shifted things for me was like whenever those thoughts were coming up just really focusing on give yourself grace, give yourself grace, give yourself grace. Like, yeah. that's so deeply what I need right now. So, so where, so where, yeah, where are you at really right now? Important. Yeah. But then also it's like, if I'm at the gym and like, I see a roll in my stomach or whatever, mm. and like that old disordered eating self gets triggered, I'm like, I just have to like not let the disordered voice speak louder. Cause like the disordered voice could very easily be like, Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Like if someone mm. saw that, they would think that you're like, so like you're not committed enough in the gym. And mm. why, what's even the point of going to the gym? And like, w- are your efforts even paying off? And the blah, zero to 100, blah, blah, blah. like the voice can really activate and go down this rabbit hole. And so I have to catch it. Like, okay. I had a moment today when that happened and I was like, maybe, my leggings I just have to buy a size up like maybe my leggings are just a little too tight on me and they're squeezing my belly maybe that's it like yeah and I was like boom like whatever yeah literally and no that's like, so true if you have a role whatever most people do like Pre- it's totally much fine everyone does <laughs> to look like a model like no mm. one's expecting you to look like a model like only you are putting that pressure on yourself and that judgment mm. and you really have to remember again it's like the inner critic it's not you it's mm. like that ego it's like that old version of you that still those beliefs are somewhere there in your subconscious so you just have to like notice that and know that is not my higher self because my higher self Mm. is loving and peaceful and that is the energy she's in not the energy of like self-judgment so like it sounds like you almost like reason with yourself yeah like you're like i'm gonna actually get logical with myself i'm not gonna let this illogical spiral like keep going i'm gonna get logical and be like actually like Maybe I should just, like, buy a size up. Like, I feel like that's also a big thing, especially for women, because, like, we go through, like, multiple different puberties, too, right? Like, what I was, like, two years ago, like, now I buy, like, two sizes, Mm -hmm. like, up. And, like, I'm just, like, Like that's, it's not even, like, (laughs) yeah, no. some room. And I'm, like, honestly, I'm hotter. I'm hotter two sizes up. Like, like, maybe I was, like, like, when I, also, I just love wearing baggy clothes, first of all. Like, that just feels like the best thing ever. Like, I'm, like, let my clothes be, like, hanging off of me like that is just so fun and like I love oversized shirts and like just not even just getting to a point where I'm just like oh I want to focus on how I'm feeling and not how I'm looking and that kind of body neutrality I feel like has helped me a lot and that's what you were kind of saying that that spiritual awakening triggered was that that realization that you are so much more than your body like so much more 
Like that is the least interesting thing about us is exactly. our vessel. Exactly. <laughs> like and this is like, just our little bleep bloop bloop, our I little vessel. Also realizing like, I don't know, I read this book at the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. Going into the year where I was like, no more of this like restriction. Like let's figure out balance type of thing. So right before that, I read this book called Journey of Souls. Have you ever read it before? Mm-hmm. You need to read this book. Okay. Wait, I think I told you about this last time. I okay. It. I might be wrong, but okay. Journey anyway, of Souls. I everyone listening, it. listen to this or watch. To everyone listening, read this book. Okay, do. But basically, it's this guy who was a hypnotherapist, and he was like um, atheist. Like he oh didn't. My. He was not a religious person, and then he started doing these like. Almost like a, what do you call it? Like an experiment where he was like Mm -hmm. trying to identify like a pattern between like the hypnoses. But then he started realizing that these people, they weren't just recalling a past life. Like they were recalling other things from Mm -hmm. like other past lives. And he was taking them to the in-between of like, okay, you just died. What happens? Like what happens to I'm like, is this book called Journey of Souls or is it called Many... it's very similar to Many, many Lives, Lives, Many, many Masters. masters I like, haven't read Many Lives, many Okay, masters. that's like the exact same concept. So it's like basically I need to like what book. happens in between. Oh, the in right? between. So okay. he started doing like basically asking the same questions to a lot of people under hypnosis to get their, them to their super conscious mind. I think it's what it's called. So it's not mm. the subconscious. It's like a level underneath. Mm. And he started noticing a lot of patterns in what they were telling him. And then this book basically explains like how your soul chose this life and like why Mm. are you here and how do you choose your lessons and why do you choose them Mm. so it would be like for example this woman who was like in a past life or like she was having like a lot of leg pain in this life or whatever so she went to him and then figured out that like many many lives ago like her first life ever she was like a soldier in an army Mm. she was like really learning about like the physical pleasures so she was like eating everything and like sex and war and fighting and whatever and then in the ne- after she died from that life her soul was like okay i learned these lessons for the next life she mm. was like i want to learn how to use my brain so she ended up being born and she knew this like going into the life like her soul knew this but then mm. obviously you are born and you forget everything of course yeah so she was born into the body of this woman who like was trampled over by like one of those carts like in like again many 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 years ago where there were like horses and like the wheels Uh and like the horse the thing went over her legs and she became like paralyzed Mm. so she was in a wheelchair her whole life and her whole life and that one was about learning how to like read and like teach and she became a teacher and so she Mm. she chose that like almost so i was like oh my god clearly i chose to be here as carolina salazar as this version of myself in this body with these parents born in Brazil to do all these things because I'm here to learn certain lessons. Mm. And I might not know exactly what those lessons are, but like I'm here to learn certain lessons. You're here to learn certain ones. And like we're all here to learn certain ones. And the book kind of explains how like you have like soul friends where it's like Mm. those people are learning similar lessons. Yeah. So, you know, when you meet someone and you like really see yourself in them, it's because you may be learning some similar lessons, which is Mm. really interesting. I love that. So... When I had that realization, I was like, whoa, my body allows my soul to live a human life. Like, my body is my vessel. It's why I can smell mm. and eat and dance and cry and hug mm. and do all these amazing things. So why would I put myself through this struggle of, like, hating my vessel? Mm. That is so beautiful. And, like, I started crying earlier, right, randomly. And I wanted to tell you why because I feel like that this is a good time to tell you that. Because I just want everyone to understand like the impact 
because it's amazing to hear these things like from us or like hear the cool read the cool stories in the books but when you like have your own spiritual realization and awakening like that's why I started crying because I started thinking of like how literally like waking up and like connecting to something greater than yourself literally can save your life and I feel like can save your body can save your mind like I just think that is like so incredibly beautiful and that's like a common theme that I'm seeing throughout a lot of people in my life but especially in what you're saying you were like yeah like on the outside you were working with a doctor and you know getting things in line like with your body and eating again but really like the real key was this like mental and spiritual health that impacted your physical being and the way that you perceived yourself which is why it's insane like it's wild to me that not everyone understands that but hopefully more and more people will yeah but i think it is really powerful and there's moments where we're really connected to it and there's moments where we're not so connected to mm. it and that's totally fine. Like, I'm kind of off of my meditation game right now. And like, that's okay. I need, I'll get back into it. Exactly. I'll get back into it eventually. Same mm. way sometimes you have to pause certain things, which we were talking about yeah. in my podcast. But ultimately, too, I think when I had that realization, I was like, oh my God, what? Like, this is what makes me feel good. Mm. That's what motivated me to become a health coach. And that's how mm. I actually learned about holistic health through personal experience because when I stopped only caring about food and only caring about exercise I actually cultivated a way better relationship with it and it wasn't Mm. immediately but it happened through Mm. that mindset shift and it's also why when I work with clients or like with my podcast like inner growth is about your mindset it's about your relationship with yourself which is what helped me heal Mm. everything else it's Mm. like when you work on your relationship with you and realize you already have all the answers and you're already whole and worthy and complete and you're Mm. already enough and you're already growing even if it seems like it's hard right now one day you're gonna look back and you're gonna be like wow i was learning so much in that phase of my life like it taught me this 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 yeah totally and also enough even if you feel like you're incomplete like mm. you are actually whole yeah and also like i like to say like your wounding is your wisdom like Mm-hmm. whatever lessons you've come to learn and things that you have come to heal are typically the things that you are going to be able to help others with. And I think service is one of the greatest fulfillments in life. So it's like knowing that you got to go through that and that that doesn't just impact you, that impacts like the ripple effect of the entire world and other people's mental health and people that you might not even know, like you're working with a client who has a friend, who has a friend, like it's a ripple effect of healing. And I think that is just like so beautiful to realize. And what do you, I I guess I'm just, I want, I like that you work with one-on-one clients. Like what is something that typically like you've seen a theme of it like coming up, like obviously a lot of what we're talking about today, but what, is there like something that you can like, that you maybe say to clients that make them just get it? You know what I mean? That make it just like click. Absolutely. That you can tell us for free. (laughs) But if you want to be her, work with her, of course. If you guys want to work with me, I have coaching available on my website, innergrowthcollective.com. We'll plug it at the end. But like the free info. Okay. What is the thing that makes it click Every one of my clients is a perfectionist, Mm. pretty much. So, talking about what we just talked about like what is perfectionism how does it come up what does it cause you to do how does it affect your inner critic what pressures are you putting on yourself like all of those things Mm. are really important and like having that awareness about yourself like this is the type of perfectionist that I am that's 
really always like really helpful for my clients Mm. but also realizing that like perfectionism bleeds into zero to 100 so Mm. catching yourself when you're like giving up on things too fast because Mm. they're not perfect immediately or if you're procrastinating things because it's not the perfect idea or the perfect time or Mm. you're not healed enough or perfect enough whatever Mm. like seeing the signs important like noticing the perfectionism inside of you Mm -hmm. But then also something I say, like, it's almost like this thing I talk about with everyone. Mm -hmm. And I don't post about it that much, but I honestly could. I should. But (laughs) it's easier to communicate to someone in a coaching container. But it's the and mindset and the or mindset. Okay. So the or mindset is like, either I am perfect and I'm doing everything and I'm kicking ass and I'm da-da-da-da-da. Or what's the point? I drop it. I'm lazy, I'm off of routine, I'm off of everything. Mm. The and mindset is that balance. It's mm. like, I can work out today and go to dinner tonight. I can mm. go on a run and have ice cream. I can yeah. be a lot of different things. I can be a amazing content creator and podcaster and yeah. corporate body and coach and whatever. I can it's sleep like, in today and I can be productive. <laughs> yes, I can sleep in today and work out I can sleep yeah. in today and get five things crossed off of my to-do mm, list because I'm so more good. energized so it's like how can you think about adding things in instead of like all the things you need to cut out yes no I love that I love that it's crazy because that actually came up in a conversation I just had with humble the poet we were talking about like we we're talking in terms of like love but also dealing with the addiction to external validation is what we were talking about. So very up, but more so in the terms of like love and in friendships and like that thing. And it's like, I was saying, Oh, how can you just add more? Like, how can you just add more of the good things? Like add more of the real dopamine instead of being like, I need to take my phone away. I need to like take this away. I need to take all these things away. It's like, no, 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 no. That just makes you want it more. Like know your brain, Yeah. understand your brain. Your brain is going to want so much more. If you're like, I'm taking it away from you. Like a kid, like when you, my mom used to like take away my phone when, Oh my God, it just made me so much more addicted to it and want it so much more. But instead I'm like, oh, what I'm going to do is, you know, I'm going to just like add more good things to my day. I'm going to add more real dopamine to my day. I'm going to add, I'm going to add whatever I need to add. And it doesn't have to be like that either or, right? Mm -hmm. You're just like putting more good stuff into your life. And that's what I really love my therapist when we were working through things. Whatever part is coming up to heal and parts work. She's like, oh, we're not getting rid of it. Don't you worry, girl. We're not getting rid of it. We're just adding healthier things to it. And as we do it, I think that actually clicks in our brain. And in a way I think about that, tying into what we were already talking about before too, it's like, yes, you're imperfect. Yes, you have a shadow. Yes, you have things about you that like aren't amazing and aren't perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want to acknowledge or it's like in your subconscious and you don't even know it's there. Yeah. But you also have – and you also have <laughs> – all these amazing lights inside of you like Mm. that's why with inner growth i have like two core kind of like symbols that i use the first is a sprout i have that it's my only tattoo but i have a tattoo to my ankle yes grounded and growing um but a sprout is like it's a seed that's just blossoming Mm. so it's like you have to water yourself and you have to like pour into yourself and you have to give to yourself so you can grow but also you have to plant the right seeds inside of you like the right beliefs and the right Mm. thoughts etc but then also the disco ball is like a disco ball has a million different parts a million different little little squares of a mirror that it has in it yeah and the disco ball is already really pretty right 
even if it's in the darkness. But if you shine a light in the disco ball, it emanates light out. So mm. if you shine a light in your beautiful parts and all of you, like all even the, the parts. parts that aren't so illuminated, like everything in the shadow and the darkness, like, sorry, in the darkness and the light, if you shine light on all of those pieces, it's going to blossom out. So if mm. you shine light on yourself and you see your light, you reflect light out and you're able to help more people. Wow. And you're able to be a better version of yourself. Also with the disco ball, it's like broke. Like they're all tiny little pieces that are almost like little cut apart or broken pieces but if it was like one whole metal piece it wouldn't reflect the same brilliance like the fact it that wouldn't it wouldn't shine imperfect. in all those little lights that reflect out yes and then also i use a disco ball too because it's like inner growth collective so it's like all the different people who are mm. on their inner growth journeys coming i love together. that wait so that's so beautiful it's all intentional but yeah. yeah it's like that's what i mean it's like the the perfectionism thing is realizing that you have parts of yourself that are not so great and you have all these amazing other ones so mm. shine light on your light like be proud of yourself for the things you are being amazing about and yeah. you are kicking ass at and you're you know doing really well in and think about the abundance mindset from that angle. I love that because I think what would be a really good exercise that I think I'm going to do and take from this conversation is every time that inner critic comes up instead of saying don't think that push it away because as we what we resist persists so as we're as I say all the time so as we're pushing that away it's just creating more stuckness more resistance it's not it's not healing the pattern at all or fixing the problem it's just like creating more resistance instead mm-hmm. of being like oh I don't want to think that about myself inner critic and just like being avoidant about it instead being like and what's something that I can give myself credit for right now which is what I was saying like for example in a day that's like you feel like you weren't so productive Mm. ask yourself what did I do not Mm. what didn't I accomplish what are the things in my checklist that I didn't cross off it's like what did you cross off and like and maybe all you did that day is like you got eight hours of sleep and you nourished your body with like a meal a few meals you know every other hour or whatever like three meals a day boom like Mm. you already did enough or maybe you like did one really big step in a project that you have like Mm -hmm. maybe you didn't finish the project but you still did something totally no I love that and it also comes back to like that mindset also of like thinking about all the things that are going wrong and just trying to ask yourself okay but what's going right just little check-in like I've been doing that with my partner because I'll be so nervous about him my little codependent self's like what's wrong are you okay and he's just like can you start asking me what's right and I was like wow, who made you so wise? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who made you so wise? And like, we've been like asking each other, what's going right for you right now? And like yeah. doing that with your, with the people that you trust, with your friends, with your partner, with people close to you that really get you just being like, let's talk about some things that are going right. And like expressing that too. And having people to share that gratitude like with strengthens it. Up. Yes. That's definitely what always I'm just calling into my life is like, people who also want to hype me up as much as I hype them up because I'm also words of affirmation I'll also like give people so much credit where credit is due and like just like lift people up but sometimes I'm like damn I feel like that doesn't always happen but also I'm like what and it's like what's subconsciously not everyone's like that yeah and being selective with the people you surround yourself with yeah I think I think like I am nice to everyone like I'm abundant I am kind to everyone I will be nice to everyone or at Mm. least try my best to be um and I always like think the best like I'm like this person is so nice like but I recently learned this lesson it's like even though you know you might be nice to everyone not everyone deserves your energy and so you Mm. also have to be mindful of like where are you placing your energy and like are you placing it in things that are nourishing you at the same time Mm. and like feel reciprocal and feel nourishing and like 
everything has nuance for sure again yeah. nothing is black and white and so yeah maybe like have a friend who's going through it right now and like they can't give to you as much as like maybe you yeah. can give to them and like maybe they, they need you more that's totally beautiful and like yeah obviously there's even more nuances i can't dive into in one yeah. moment in the podcast but it's like that's just a lesson i learned recently yeah. where it's like we need to build each other up and we need to be really conscious of like who we're adding into our lives and are they adding into mm-hmm. our like are they building us up are they wishing the best for us mm-hmm. no totally and also what's randomly coming into me right now because i like have this best best friend and we've been friends for so long and i feel like i'm always hyping him up like so hard and i just had this like random download i was like damn like this is not a person i want to cut out this is a person that's very important to me and yet like to get validation from them feels like i'm fucking mm-hmm. pulling it out of them like i'm literally have people, to be like it's their last love language it's their last love language but i'm just like i just have this random download being like <laughs> you should just like ask like you guys are really close you should just be like hey like I should just be like hey if you hype me up more about like the podcast and what I'm doing like it would mean a lot to me and I feel like he would literally start doing it yeah I'll give an example of that like okay in my life like my parents are not big social media people Mm -hmm. and I care about what they think yeah of course and so I had to have a conversation with them and explain to them like hey it would mean a lot to me if you like listen to the podcast Mm -hmm. or like if you told me you tried one of my recipes or if you like liked my post like and so they started making an effort like my dad like he does not have instagram but he has instagram he does not use it at all only has it so he can like go and like a post or it's like but you have to ask no i know i feel like i should do that with my dad too and like randomly the other day like i saw that my dad liked my tiktok and he does not have any social media no facebook no instagram (laughs) no like he is like off he's off the grid (laughs) like he is and I was just like wow that is like the best feeling in the whole world and I think it was my mom who had like told him being like you're you're jealous that I'm connecting with Kayla so much but I like literally like I listen to her stuff (laughs) (laughs) so it's like we're like you know like yeah and sometimes sometimes we need need to ask ask. you need to ask they don't know the same thing applies to your friends and to your partner Mm. in to everyone really it's like you have to ask for what you need and yeah. for what you seek also so that you're not resentful of those people. Yeah. Like, for example, Pedro, he's he works in an office. He's in the office four days a week, comes back, like, 7 p.m., like, mm-hmm. 7.30, tired. And I'm out here, like, working by myself all day long, like, editing it myself, like, by myself. Totally. And I had to tell him, like, listen, I don't have coworkers. So if I'm asking for your opinion on, like, a TikTok or a video, it's, like, I can't, I don't have anyone else to talk to about this. So like, I'm like, babe, agree. you can always text me. I will all, I will always, we can always go through the, the steps that. together. I'm serious. I love talking about social media with okay. my friends. Cause Noted. I'm just like, it's so nice. Cause when you work for yourself, I get it. I'm yeah. like, and I'll do the same with it's my like boyfriend too. My little void. So, um, <laughs> I had to explain that to him and then it clicked in his brain. He was like, mm. wow, you're not trying to be annoying. Like you're actually just by yourself all day and you care about my opinion. Yeah. And now and we're open. So, it's important to ask for mm. what you need. And that's important too, like when you're asking for what you need, letting them know, like a little gas up, like the reason that I want this from you is because I value your opinion and I value you. And that makes people be like, oh, I'm important to you. Yeah. And that makes them want to do it even more exactly. also, which is so beautiful. Exactly. Wow. That was just like also such a tangent, but I feel like that's so deeply like yeah, needed to and be I said. Think it kind of ties into what we were saying before in the sense that like, again, perfectionists really care about validation and whatever Mm. and yes 
that's a, a fact but again we are whole and worthy and complete even without validation but that doesn't mean that it's not nice to get words of affirmation or for someone who you love to like gas you up and like of course support you, right so it's not again it's not black and white it's mm. not like cut out all validation yeah i, I don't need it's like i can approval. validate myself and it feels nice when my friends gas me up yeah and, and we're, the and mindset Dude, the and mindset is like changing my perspective like crazy right now. I'm just like, whoa. Like yeah. the way that you put it, you're right. I asked you what was the thing that made it click and that definitely made it click. And I'm sure for so many people because it's also an actionable thing, right? Just add more and and also notice when you're doing the black and white thinking, the zero to 100 so that you can identify, oh shit, I'm deeply in perfectionism right now. Yeah. What can I do? I can add more and. I can add more nuance. I can add more curiosity. I can add I can add more, like, self-praise, honestly. And I think that's a, a very interesting thing about, like, balance because a lot of people think, like, Libra, like, the scales, whatever, like, black and white, like, mm. opposites, opposite, like, yin-yang, whatever. But actually, I think the best way to think about balance is, like, the end it's like mm. how can you add more and how can you leave more room for more things so that you're not overdoing on any one thing and getting wow. yourself out of the balance yes no I love that because I do yeah when I think about balance I do think about like yin and yang but it's actually like can we just completely get rid of the two colors together and can we just have like this me- like a meshment and like a, like a good meshment like, or think you know, about like a scale it's like to achieve balance you have to like add a little brick to one then add another brick to one like mm. even it out you know but like it's yeah. about adding it's about adding more mm. instead of cutting things out because yeah. cutting things out creates a lack mindset and that creates restriction and then that creates overdoing when you get out of the restriction yeah or allow yourself to break out of it yeah wow Dude, you're amazing. Can I just Aww. say that? Like, Thank no, you. I'm serious. I like, love. no, yeah, seriously. Like, you are so amazing. I feel like so many people are going to feel so inspired because it's like we started with talking about, you know, body image and our relationship with food. But at the end of the day, we showed by the end of this conversation that that is not the root. The root is that. Your relationship to yourself. The relationship to yourself. Exactly. That's on inner growth, baby. And that's on inner growth. <laughs> hey, we stripped down and dove in yes. on the inner growth. Yes, because wow. that's it. Literally. It's like when you heal your relationship to yourself and understand your patterns and be more kind to yourself and mm. stop being so black and white and get rid of all that restriction mm. and that not even restriction and also overdoing like both mm. and just start focusing on your approach to life mm-hmm. and being intentional with why you're doing certain things and mm. choosing to do it out of like I love myself and I want the best for me yeah that's when things really change well also one thing I want to also say that I love that you mentioned that we didn't even touch on is like it seemed like in all these stages where you realize something needed to shift you were always willing to be honest with yourself admit it to yourself and also tell somebody else and get help and I think that's something that is so admirable that people need to hear is like sometimes like the first step is just genuinely being honest with yourself a hundred percent yeah I always say this like self-awareness is the key to change it's like if you're not aware and if you're not honest and you're ignoring things and brushing them under the rug it's like you're not going to change because you're in denial. So you have to get past the denial and be like, okay, I'll take the blow to my ego. Like, I'm going to stop being prideful. Like, I Mm. am contributing to this. And I have a role that I play here. And that means I have power to change it. Wow. 
so deep snaps where yes, can yes, everyone yes, like yes. find you where can they find inner growth yes. where can they find you know working with you potentially where can we find all things you beautiful absolutely thank you so much for having me this was so fun you killed it um thank you seriously <laughs> if you guys want to follow along you can find me at the carolina lifestyle on everywhere so instagram tiktok youtube and then also if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me i offer coaching so you can find that on my website innergrowthcollective.com there is a coaching section so you can find like a description of the services there Yay. and listen to my podcast inner growth that is on anywhere you stream your podcast and yes. youtube as well amazing and everything will be linked below including our episode that we just recorded for inner growth on yes. i went on inner growth so that'll also be linked below but all the links will be in the description so it's nice and easy for you to find our beautiful baddie queen because we all need more <laughs> of her in our life <laughs> for real no Love that you. was like so amazing i'm feeling so inspired right now and and yeah you're definitely someone who constantly like inspires me like oh, which is really nice so are you because i feel like i'm thank you that's I very mean that, sweet I mean that. yeah no i know you mean it. i feel it and like i don't know I feel like I do a lot of inspiring. <laughs> like That's like, I don't even care if that sounds like full of myself. Just in my personal life, not even like on the internet. That's not what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's like part of what I do. But I'm saying in my personal life with my friendships, I feel like I do the, a lot of the inspiring with my, you probably like relate a little mm -hmm. bit. I don't know, just with your close people. So it's so nice to talk to someone who's like, we're like the same age, like, doing similar things with our life and I'm just like damn you really inspire me like you really really do it's so important it's so and important I think that's part of having an abundance mindset too yeah no totally no it yeah. feels so good I'm just like wow like the inspiration is just like flowing through this room right now we're in yeah. deep flow yeah no we state. actually entered flow like I don't even know what time it is like literally. no idea no idea I'm ready for that burger, though. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> like, like, a little bit of my heart is like, I could do a burger with caramelized onions. When you said, like, the burger thing, I was like, that's what I want mm -hmm. later. <laughs> Wait, I think I know exactly where I'll take you. Yay! Okay, that hey, makes hey, me hey, sense. Hey. We're going to go New York it up. Um, final thought, final thoughts. What would you love, you know, to leave everyone with? It doesn't have to even be, like, a summary, but... If there's just something that you really want people to get or click or understand, mm -hmm. what what would that be before we leave? That would be you're whole, worthy, and complete. That's my favorite mm. affirmation. You're enough. You don't need something or someone else to complete you. If someone comes into your life or something comes into your life, it's adding to your life. Mm. It's not being your missing piece. It's not the mm. light that's turning on because you already bring that all. You just have to, like, empower yourself to bring it. But you are already whole. And you mm. are worthy of amazing things. So believe that about yourself. Yay. Thank yes. you. Yay. Thank you. And we'll hit the outro. That'll edit in. Because I always do my little outro. <laughs> Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or 
as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny 50 and use code skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping.